Stephen Jill here. Hello. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today is Jill Friday, and she's going to talk about how to manage your team and your business from the road, just like we're doing right now. And I hope you interact and have some points, of too. Of course. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our land, uh, one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And I help you, uh, you know, I, back in the day, I'm going to tell a, a real brief story here. Back in the day, it was really, really difficult to find property that didn't have uh, a post office address like 123 Main Street. All we had was the state, the county, and the assessor's parcel number. And so we just had to make do with it and figure it out. Uh, Jill and I, about two years ago, developed a, a product called NeighborScoop slash ParcelFact. Uh, they're both one and the same. We're about to convert those together. So it's just ParcelFact. It's where you can just type in the, while you're on the phone with the seller, type in the state, the county, the assessor's parcel number, and make a quick decision or get all the facts uh, so that you can intelligently talk about the property with the seller on the other end of the line. You know, you send out 10, 20, 30,000 mailers, you can't keep that stuff straight. And so this tool is custom designed to be able to interface with sellers in real time. Check it out at neighborscoop.com or parcelfactfact.com. Kalu and Joey wrote, we have a property 50 acres. Uh, we have a 50 acre property. We have under contract at $115,000. The seller signed and returned back the offer. It has some issues like nine utility easements, fire damage in the back, and a difficult slope at the entryway, likely unbuildable. Why are we still looking at this? I'm not sure. But like, how many red flags do we need? So the broker's opinion came back at $175,000 for a wholesale fast turnaround and maybe upwards towards $250,000 if we wait six months. So we thought... The numbers were a little tight. So we went, you know, we're buying for 115, right? So we went back to the seller and we verbally were able to renegotiate, to verbally negotiate, and he wouldn't give a new number um, considering all these factors. And then he asked us for a number, which I said it would need to be in the high 60s or so. And he said, well, let me have a realtor or two go out. And several days later, now he wants 225. (laughs) What do you guys think I should do? You know, I'll be truthful. So here's the story. They got this offer, 115. They dig in a little bit. It has all these problems, right? And so they reach out to the brokers. So I'm, re- I'm just reiterating and making it hopefully easier to understand. So on the low side, sell for 175. On the high side, for 250 if you hang in there for a bit. This is still questionable because of all these issues that concern me, honestly. So they go back to the broker and say, all right, let's, you know, so this is, this is a very good real example. We say, we are going to walk right now, or, you know, we talk about this all the time on Thursday. You're going to go back to this guy, go back to your seller and give him a number that you feel really good at. So this is what Kalu and Joey said. All right. Obviously we felt good at 60. So they went back and said, it's, you know, 60, 69, whatever, somewhere in the sixties. We can do it. And the seller, so the seller, unfortunately said, well, wait a minute, let me get another opinion right so that's what happened and so the seller called some brokers and now they want to hang out with their 225 number because probably the guy says i can wait six months to get 225 so what do you do so what did i go back and try to and you know change something well wait we have 175 signed would i try to even push that through Uh uh-uh so 
truth time, I would have one more phone call with the person and I would leave the door open. And the phone call would contain this. Okay. We all know, I probably talked to the same broker too, that fingers crossed that could happen in six months. But let's all remember too, we have this problem, this problem, this problem, this problem. It may not go that way. So I respect you. And if you don't need, you're not in a hurt cash crunch or something, you know, I get it. And I wish you all the best, but I'm gonna let you know, I still would buy it right now. And I will actually tell you, I'll put aside 60K. I could afford to do that. I could put aside 60K for the end of the month. You know, give them some deadline, you know, that you're going to really kind of be hanging out. Say, I encourage you to do a little more research, you know, make some more calls, sleep on it. Do you want to wait and fingers crossed? Because I'm a sure thing. I've already done all the homework. I'm, I'm, I've gone through all the research. I'm a ready to go buyer. You know, even so you're going to, if you're thinking about going with an agent, who knows how long that's going to take for them to even get somebody. And then how many of those buyers are going to have to go through to finally sell a property? Cause I've been there, done that. This is my business. This is all I do. So right now I'll tell you 60 is now is officially my highest and best offer. Cause no matter what, I'll take the risk and whatever goes wrong, I'll figure it out at 60 K. I will buy you out. No contingencies. Yeah, whatever it is. And, and, and so, and, and uh, like I said, through the end of the month and, and other than that, have a, I wish you all the best and that's it. Don't chase them. Don't try to talk them out of it. Cause you know what? There are some problems. So you, you really have to do this and have it even, it's like having a discussion with yourself a little bit sometimes like, you know, do I really want to chase this guy? No, there's always going to be another deal around the corner. Oh, but Jill, I could be leaving a hundred thousand dollars on the table. Maybe, but you're, you know, but it's still questionable and I don't want you to have to work that hard. Open another envelope. So that's how I would truthfully Open that. another envelope. Boy, I have nothing to add, Jill. Oh, that's exactly you. what I would do. I would thank say you. 65 my, is my offer Yeah. and that's it. Okay. Just what Jill said watch what happens. I've had a guy that said, Oh, I've got a guy in the hook for 25. I'm like, I'll give you five Yep. right now. And he's like, and he slept on it. And he called me the next day and said, I'll take your dumb five. Cause he knew I was right. We're going to call in six months and say, this is a mess. Yeah. Just get me out it of it. It still didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Will you still give me 60? Especially in a situation where there's, you know, utility easements and stuff, which not, there's problems. Damage, uh, utility easements and fire damage are not a bad thing on land. Right. Uh, difficult slope at the entrance, unlikely buildable. So that's there a might huge, be... huge issue. So yeah. how we get a quarter of a million bucks for a property like that, and you're trusting a real estate agent, really? Yeah. So, I, And even then, you got to do some more homework. You know, Yeah. I come back to dating. You know, you can only overlook two or three things on a date. What? You can't overlook 15 problems. This, pro this has 15 problems. There is that. <laughs> That's where I'm like, how many red flags do I even need? So I don't even know if I would pay 60. I don't like anything about her yeah. except her nail polish color. That's what this deal is. Great. <laughs> awesome. And she's a hearty eater. <laughs> I'm sorry. If I was a guy, I could not date a woman that like sat there and picked at a salad. I watched it happening no, the other night. Watched it happening out the window last night as we were sitting oh, having yeah. dinner. There was a girl that had a, a salad and then I watched French fries get delivered. And <laughs> that was her dinner. 
I'm like, and she's picking at her salad and just eating French fries. I'm like, this is not, that's not a fun date. You must have had, uh, you must have been having a great time with your date yesterday if uh, you're I was watching, watching someone else outside and what they're eating. Well, I was, I, you know, conversation wasn't moving along as fast as it could. I had some downtime. <laughs> Kind of like now. <laughs> so let's get to the show. Today's still Friday. Obviously, it's still Friday. Uh, She's yeah. going to talk about how to manage your team and your business from the road. And your partner. This is the meat of the show. And your date. <laughs> okay. So this, this, I want to talk about this because this is a real thing, right? What's, you know, look at all of us running our own businesses and we're not always in the same location. So maybe we are, maybe you have a team in an office like we do. Um, we have both. We have a team in an office and we have remote employees. How the heck do you do that? And then what if you have a team in the office? Like all you have is a team in the office or maybe they're in your office. That happens a lot of times. And then you need, you're leaving and you're leaving them alone. Like, uh-oh, how do I make sure anything's going to get done and nobody's just kind of goofing off and nothing's getting done? Jill, what do I do? So that's what this is about today, managing your team and or your business from the road. So it's really about both. So the first thing is, you know, before you leave, make sure you and your team have all the tools you need. If you could see what I'm sitting here staring at right now, you would say, oh, I clearly see there's a lot of thought that went into that. And that's you. That's a compliment to you. Steven, make sure that we have extra monitors. We have our laptops. We have extra monitors. We have all of our, um, we have different audio equipment, but we have special audio equipment. We have not just my laptop keyboard. I have a real keyboard like I use at home. Everything like I use at home. And I have a place to work. That's even thought out too. Before we leave the road, he's got a place to work. I have a place to work. We can't be crammed in a little, you know, uh, hotel room for a month. That would never work. And then try to get our business done. That's not not possible. So that's you know for making sure I'm set up for my business. But I also need and also Wi-Fi. Whew, let me don't forget that one. That's the last one. Is make sure where you're going has internet, Wi-Fi, everything you need because you're running your business from the road. Now let's think about your team. You got to make sure they have the tools that they need. Do they have all the equipment and they have a good setup? Like sometimes we have employees like they'll work in the office and then they go home. I give them extra monitors to take home with them. So they have their monitors at home. They have their headsets at home. They have keyboards at home. They have extra stuff. So I always make sure they can do their job efficiently from wherever they are. Number two, more check-ins. This is really for the team. We have gone from... Uh, weekly and bi-weekly check-ins to pretty much daily where they really are. There's daily check-ins while we're on the road. A lot of it is we, we threw a double whammy in there where we hired a new employee at the same time too. And it's a really important employee that does a lot of front facing customer work. So, um, they, they need some extra, extra love. So we have daily check-ins. And then in addition to our daily check-ins with our team, we encourage them to even have more interaction amongst themselves. I'm, what if I'm out of pocket? Use each other. Lean on each other. That's where you're here. Number three ties into this too. There probably are no real major fires that can't be solved while you're out of pocket. So you need to relax and you have to trust them. 
and that's why you hire them. If you cannot trust them, they should not be in that position. They shouldn't be in that seat. They should not be getting a paycheck. That's the truth. And then my number four point here is um, send them love. Send them some love while you're away. I do it by buying lunch every Friday. They know why we're gone. And they get to pick. They take turns picking what they're having. And I'm like, and they don't go crazy with the bill. They don't, it's not like caviar Friday. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that would be wasted in our group. Yeah, like, what is no this? one would pick caviar Friday. <laughs> they would take tequila Tuesday. <laughs> they might do tequila Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah they know. But they don't do caviar. But, but um, you know, they take turns picking. Might be pizza. Might be awesome, great sandwiches. That's a good you know, job. And, I didn't know you did that. Uh huh. So while we're away, we're, we're buying lunch on Fridays. And I know they look forward to that. Uh, and it's and it's fun. They get together. You know, we have our our team is is pretty um, social. Some of them, I mean, they're in different offices because there's like tech guys with headphones on. You know, video things doing their stuff, but they still get together and visit. And this is another way to make them like let's all you know have lunch together and enjoy you know talk for a little bit and chill out. I want them to be happy while we're away. One of the reasons you probably chose to join Land Academy or add buying and selling land to your current, you know, revenue stream, whatever that might be, is because it doesn't take eight hours a day to do this. In fact, if you do it right, in my opinion, just buying and selling a few pieces of property a week, it only should take uh, four or five hours uh, an entire week. What you don't want, and I see a lot of people do, especially on the road, is be on call. And when the phone rings, answer it. So, oh my God, Jack, all you say is you got to answer your phone. Here's what I mean. If you're not in startup mode, you know, you're not getting a phone number or setting up your business or doing your website, all that's in the past. You've done a bunch of deals or let's say four or five deals and you're comfortable with the process and maybe have a couple of VAs, maybe even have an employee, maybe not. What you need to do is dramatically step up your organization. So you need to say, and Jill and I actually have gotten by default over the years pretty good at this. At 9.30, we're going to have a staff meeting. At 10 o'clock, we're going to uh, have a meeting over here to look at real estate deals. Uh, and at 10.30, we're going to do this, this, and this. We're going to make call, calls back to potential sellers or uh, Joe will just have some type of scheduled discussion with her transaction coordinator about where we are in the deals that were on the sell side or the buy side or whatever. So if you really step up your organization and practice it when you're not on the road and just really establish a routine, you're going to end up working a couple hours in the morning every day and that's it. It could even, even call us. The real variable is calling sellers back because that's really only you can do that. Right. And so you can call them back and say, you know, I, I'm sorry, I don't have time to talk now, but I'm, I'm, uh, if you're free between on Thursday, between two, you know, two and 3 PM, uh, you know, or whatever, but just that level of organization, if you step it up a couple notches, it will tr- solve a lot of hours work. I would even go a step further. Like, and I love your point. Um, what we've done is train our staff that, okay, great. Thank you. We take all the in calls, right? Whether it's Pat live or or your internal staff, you can have it set up where I always return calls between two and four on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And that's all you've got to do. So you tell seller, hey, this is great. Okay, uh, Mr. Smith, or you don't even go that formal. We aren't that formal. Jill. (laughs) Jill does her calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Are you around this Thursday? And what's the best number for her to reach you? 
There excellent, you go. excellent, excellent. And then and then it's setting up the precedence. I can handle that. And I can, you know, take my and if there's really something special and they can't do it, that's something special out of the box. And they've arranged a time for me. Like they'll know, hey, I know you're gonna be around on Sunday. You said you're not gonna do anything, so can you call this guy at noon? He said he'll be around and he'll be by the phone. I'm like, oh, absolutely. This yeah. is a good deal too. So I will take the time. Even if I have to step out of the movie or the restaurant or fill in the blank, I'll, I can take the time to do that. Step out and have a 15 minute phone call. Big deal. Cause it's important. This is my business. You really can do this from anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this trip, Jill and I are, we're in a VRBO. We're usually in a RV. And so what we end up doing is making sure that we have some type of, uh, for, for Land Academy, we're somewhere where there's a very strong Wi-Fi connection right. on Thursday. There's the other six days of the week are travel days or we're out in the middle of wherever and that's it. Right. And then we make sure that whatever Jill schedules to do callbacks on, that we've got cell reception. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not it's just a next one other step of planning. Yep. That's all it is. Exactly. And you can do it. We're all entrepreneurs here too. We're, we're planners. You know, yeah. I don't, I know people and we all know people that are, when they take a vacation, they turn everything off, yeah. all of it. I can't do that. Uh, they turn everything off. They uh, take half their clothes off. They really just, you know. <laughs> Meaning they put a bikini on yeah, is what or, he's saying. Or not, not like just, they're rocking around. It's not gender specific. <laughs> just for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. I'm, I don't go to a resort and sip a cocktail and well, sit at a pool and turn unplug everything well, for a week straight. Hold on a moment, do it sir. for a couple hours. Hold on a minute, sir. I kind of like that, but not for a week straight, too. <laughs> I could handle it for an afternoon or and Friday. This and that. You Let's plan just say it. Friday, yeah. Yeah, Mondays and Fridays. Come on. We're on the same page. <laughs> Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. Join us next week for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. People yes. vacation very differently. I take half their clothes off. I've uh, <laughs> honestly gone on vacation in the past. Where it's like, this is, here's the thing about, I'm going to be personal here for a minute. Uh-oh. <laughs> How would you go on vacation to shop? Why would you go on vacation to have a culinary adventure? I don't want to shop. I don't want to oh. go have nice dinners. I I'll, do both I mean, those Once things. in a while. I'm not necessarily a big fan of going to museums, although we went to a museum yesterday, which was awesome. Yeah, I like that too. And You're so, describing my perfect vacation. <laughs> So, you know what I want to do when I go on vacation? You want to go which, hunt and fish. Yeah, I know. Just to do stuff, like go on a snowmobile vacation, go skiing. Oh, I do want to like, do that, Go too. do some stuff. I do that. I, I would even go, I haven't done this, but our kids have, like on a Habitat for Humanity vacation where you're just building houses all for a week or two weeks. Yeah, so. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't, don't want to hunt. In a new city. I don't want to fish, and I don't want to build a house. Shopping in a new city and going to a show in a new city is sure. the last thing I want to do. See, that's okay. Ying and yang. Yep. We got it. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. By the way, by the time this airs, the emails may be out. I'm doing a special thing right now. If it's not out, it's coming out soon, let me tell you, because uh, I'm behind. <laughs> but I'm doing a special thing to uh, pre-release access to sign up for Career Path number five coming this fall so if you are a land academy member check your email there either is an email from me or one coming soon keep an eye out for it with an announcement to join career path five with something really special in there for you um, for signing up early that's all i've got there (laughs) we We are are jack Jack and jill Jill. information and inspiration to buy undervalued property